Hello, world, and welcome to Shelley's Plumline. Truthful talk on tough topics, hosted by Dr. Shelley Stewart. Today, we continue to explore Shelley's life in the music world as we take a look at Lou Rawls. Lou, like Sam Cooke, was born and raised in the Chicago area and crossed paths with Sam Cooke as they sang in gospel groups before moving into R&B, jazz, and soul. Since Shelley was a popular radio personality, he had a hand in promoting the careers of both Sam and Lou, and they became fast friends when they met at performances. Shelley started broadcasting in 1949, and he has been on a journey to discover the truth for humanity ever since. And at 89 years of age, Shelley still sits down before the microphone as he pursues answers to tough topics, challenging us to change the experience of being human and our outlook on humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, I am honored to present the oldest podcaster in the world. Get ready. Here is Shelley. Well, good day to you. Welcome to Shelly's Plum Line. And I can say right now, now, me, <laughs> they stop saying Shelly's Plum Line and start saying, hey, that's not only the Plum Line, that's Shelly's Academy of Common Sense. I am so, so loving, loving you for really being with us on this episode. You've been with us on our past episodes. We did Sam Cook. Oh boy, did the response. The response on that was so great. Oh yeah, Johnny Taylor. Awesome there as well. B.B. King. That was great as well. Oh, we we, we talked about, we did talk with a, a player uh, interview that we did with that great guy with the, tempt, with the temptations, of course, Eddie Kendrick. Y'all remember that one? Oh, yeah, we did that. But now today, it's one that really touches my heart. I, I mean, really right deep down to my heart and soul. Because this individual that we're featuring here on the Academy of Common Sense, or Shelley's Plum Line today, <laughs> uh, we had so many times together, at, at twice in his life, as you call it, when he was a so-called singing gospel, and then they call it singing the blues. And Well, okay, uh, I just could. It's a soulful, soulful man that we'll be talking about today. Matter of fact, uh, it's Lou Rawls. I'll tell you who it is. I, I first met the guy many years ago. Uh, we're talking, and uh, he talked about his past. Uh, he talked about him being a gospel singer. He also talked about him being on the schoolyard with another guy, Sam Cook. Yeah. Uh, now, that's interesting because Sam Cooke's name came up on the Johnny Taylor episode. Johnny Taylor and Sam Cooke, that came up there. But here it is again. I spoke with Lou Ross early, early on in life, and Sam Cooke, his friend, came up at that time. As a matter of fact, they were on a... a a singing group we talked about. Lou, it, he told me it was a, the Teenage Kings of Harmony. Yeah, that's what it was. 
the Teenage Kings of Harmony was the, the teenage group that Sam Cooke and Lou Rawls did together. Uh, then uh, Lou Rawls replaced Sam Cooke in the Highway QCs. That's a gospel group then. And then that's when Sam Cooke left the Soul Stirrers. Then uh, Lou left and joined the Chosen Gospel Singers and then went from there, joined a group called the Pilgrim Travelers. Yeah. Oh, man. This guy went around and around. We talked about these things. All of these things, he was doing gospel. Yeah. But talked about his family at the same time. His community, where it came from. Oh, it was not pretty. I tell you right now, possibly in one of his songs, you hear him talk about the community where he came from. Probably the oldest dead in street, I believe it was. Well, the... Lou had some hard times in his life, like I did, and many others have had hard times. But in, in 1958, after I had met Lou, Lou actually had a serious automobile accident. Yep. Matter of fact, they thought the guy was dead, carried him to the emergency room, and uh, someone said they declared him dead. But really... He was in a coma, and uh, it about five days he was there. Uh, well, 1959, that guy was out of the hospital. He had changed his life quite a bit. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was able to record himself a single. Yeah, he did. But, you know, Lou never forgot his basic. That was the love of God. And he would talk about that. Uh, Although you heard him in the background, by the way, in 1966, after uh, after this serious accident, he joined with his, his schoolmate, Sam, which was another friend of mine. They joined together in 1966, and it was. And if you listen to a song there in 1966, when Sam Cooke sang, If you ever change your mind about leaving, leaving me behind, oh, bring it to me. Bring your sweet, sweet loving, bring it on right to me. That was Lou Rawls singing in the background with Sam Cooke on that tune in 1962. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Now, oh, come on. I, long time, long story. But right now, uh, I want each and every one of you to hear this, but here's why I'm doing this. Because during our times together while he was alive, whether he would talk with me on the phone or whether we would meet each other uh, on one of his concerts, and by the way, we'll talk about that because I promoted him on a couple of those, but Every time we would meet, 
we would try to beat each other. One thing, he would say, hey, Shelly, did you stop to pray this morning? <laughs> or I would try to beat him. Hey, Lou, did you stop to pray this morning? And that was one of our things. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is right now. Join me with my friend. We'll see you on the other side. Did you stop to pray this morning As you started on your way Did you ask the Lord to guide you And protect you all through the day Did you think to pray this morning Did you kneel just one moment to pray Oh the sky will be blue cause he's watching over you If you just remember to pray If you pray the Lord he'll answer in your heart he will speak to you and you know the joy of talking with a friend so kind so true did you think to pray this morning did you kneel just one question did you stop to pray this morning I, i'll ask it again then you heard me this time. did you stop to pray this morning <laughs> okay your answer is oh i forgot well i am gonna be honest with you please pray prayer works ladies and gentlemen okay that brings me to a, another part of this episode why Lou Rawls was so important to me, along with others. Uh, each time I would meet individuals in the entertainment world, they talked about this street 
They talked about the communities that they resided, uh, came up in. They talked about uh, how many people did things and tried to lure them away from what they were, the parents were trying to teach them. They did that. Uh, And Lou Rawls and I talked about those things because of where he came from. And I talked about those things from where I came from as well. Uh, Many of you did not know if you're just tuning us in for the first time. I'm a homeless kid. I came up in the street away from parents because I didn't have them. But Lou had parents and many of them had parents, but they talked to me about how others in the community tried to love them out into things that they were doing, bad things. I said, well, uh, you know, we talked about those things then, and I'm talking about them now. And and I was 20, 23. The same things that Lou Rawls and Sam Cooks and Pop Staples, Roebuck Staples, that the Staples singers talked about through the years, Johnny Taylor, we talk about him. Sam Cook, we talk about him. We see them now. That is why this episode is very important to me to bring it home from people that you may know, and maybe not from Shelley, but maybe from Lou Rawls, maybe from Sam Cook or the Johnny Taylors or the BB Kings. They too had a hard time. Uh, I. I heard him say so many times, well, I had a hard time, but man, I, I, I got I to make it. And I said, well, I was taught that if you're in a valley in life, there's always a hill. If there's a valley, then there's a hill. If you look up, there's a hill if you're in a valley. So that is where I am today and hoping that you are today. And the entertainers that I'm I'm featuring, that they were and they tried to share with us over and over again, people. That's what it's about. Even at the time, and Lou Rawls and I would talk about uh, why our people were not voting as they should we were talking about why would they wouldn't register to vote. We were talking about why young kids were dropping out of school. Now, some of these entertainers, by the way, uh, that not Lou, but others, they dropped out and they said, oh, my God, if I had just gone back. So I'm saying today, most entertainers get their breaks by really starting uh, in the neighborhood. Uh, in on the corners, in the street corners, uh, and at church. So it didn't just come from a record. It they worked themselves to that to recognition. Lou Rawls talked about these things about life. I talk about these things about life. So let me tell you right now. If you are in a valley in your life. Remember, there's a hill. Nothing starts at the top except a hole in the ground. And it keeps going down.
So I, I guess when Lou Rawls would talk, he did a song. And after he did the song, he came back. He said, I did it, man. I did it. And I said, uh, <laughs> what song did you do? Ladies and gentlemen, maybe this one will bring it home home. It's called A Dead End Street. I was born in a city that they call the Windy City. They call it the Windy City because of the hawk. The hawk, the almighty hawk, Mr. Wind. Takes care of plenty of business around one time. The place that I lived in was on a street that uh, happened to be one of the dead end streets where there was nothing to block the wind, the elements, nothing to buffer them for I me, mean, to keep them from knocking my bed down, Jim. I mean, really socking it to me. When the boiler would bust and the heat was gone, Jim, I had to get fully dressed before I could go to bed. Of course, I couldn't put on my goulashes because they had buckles on them and my folks didn't play that. They said, don't you tear up my bed clothes with some goulashes on but I was fortunate. As soon as I was big enough to get a job and save enough money, get a ticket, catch anything, I split. I said, one day I'm gonna return and I'm gonna straighten it all out. And I'm about ready to go back now. So I thought I'd tell you about it. Uh, they say this is a big, rich town, but I live in the poorest. In a city without a heart I learned to fight before I was six The only way I could get along uh, When you're raised on a dead end street You gotta be tough and strong Now all the guys are no getting in trouble That's how it's always been When the odds are all against you Push my way out of here Even though I can't say when But I'm gonna get off of this dead end street And I ain't never gonna come back again Never No, no, no Push my way out of here Even though I can't say when But I'm gonna get off of this dead end street And I ain't gonna never come back again No, no, no oh, I ain't no. gonna come back to this dead oh, end street Oh, that dead end street Just imagine Just imagine That's an awesome message Dead end street I know that many of us 
not teaching our children that respect that good education is a must in life. We must teach our children that. Because not just because they, we got to teach them just because they reach 16 years of age, they are not do a car. Have you ever had your kid? I'll be glad when I get 16. I'll be glad when I get 16 years old. Why are you going to be here? Because I can get me a car. <laughs> I mean, can you can just imagine hearing that now? Uh, you owe me a car. I'll be 16 years old. My friend's got a car. <laughs> you know, that dead in street. That, oh, you owe me. Many of my friends in entertainment express these facts in, in their music. They did not start at the top. No, they didn't. None of us. They all believed in God and they knew right from the wrong, well, knew right from wrong. Yeah, yes, some were misled after their success and their music. But I've always been taught, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. You've heard that before, and long before me, I think it's written somewhere for anybody read some things, that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. My friends, we're in serious in trouble. The struggle continues. Now, now we must all realize that in life, love, love is the key. I mean, why are you going to be angry with yourself? Look in the mirror and say, I don't like what I look like. I don't like this. I don't like that. Come on. It's not. Let's all come on. Let's love yourself first so you can love others. Now, we're in serious trouble if we don't do it. Now, as far as doing something in your communities, first, I would like to continue saying, register to vote and go to the polls and vote. That is where you are very important. You don't need any leader to lead you to the polls. Carry yourself to the polls, carry yourself down to the register, and then carry yourself and vote. Remember, let us all do it. Now, let's all get up with Lou Rawls and Boogie. They call it Stormy Monday, but Tuesday's just as bad. They call it Stormy Monday, but Tuesday's just as bad. Wednesday's worse. Thursday's all so sad Yes, the eagle flies on Friday Saturday I go out to play Yes, the eagle flies on Friday Saturday I go out to play And then on Sunday I go to church And I kneel down and pray Lord have mercy Lord have mercy on me. This episode of Shelley's Plumbline was written, produced, and edited by Dr. Shelley Stewart and Mark Jamraz. It was produced by Stewart Production at the Plumbline Studios in Sterrett, Alabama. If you are a fan of Shelley's Plumbline and you like what we are doing here, please remember to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Give us a review and share this podcast with others. 
Follow us and continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. This is Mark Jamroz. We'll see you next week. Keep sharing the love and we'll all grow stronger.